How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Spotlight Effect. I'm John. And this is Mike. And uh, Mike's friend actually made that intro, man. That's pretty fucking sweet, isn't it, Mike? Shout out to Phil. Thank you, Big Phil. I appreciate what's you, bro. What's his full name? Full name? Uh, it's Phil Delbridge. Yeah, if you ever want to uh, get some sweet-ass beats, man, that's where, you, where you're going from. Yeah, that shit was fly, bro. Let us know, too, on uh, uh, the Instagram and Facebook, guys, what you think of that beat. Yeah. If you like it or not, we can change it up or, you know, whatever. But I think it's pretty fly, and, and I don't really and give a fuck do- what you all think. But <laughs> no, <why laughs> I just kidding. And why are you doing that? Make sure you like my OnlyFans page. My Patreon, <laughs> my ex hamster, come my on, ex bro. videos. You got videos like that, my bro. Playboy Plus. You really got videos like that, man. Dude, if anybody wanted to see my dick, that's one thing. Oh if they want to pay, for, really if they want to pay for my money, the if they want to pay money to see my dick, oh my I'm God. all for it. Don't tell me you want to do that, bro. I don't want to see your dick. No, but I'm not saying you. Tell me you wouldn't want someone to pay you to see that that piece of. Fucking skin you in between your legs. Oh my god, bro! I'm not happy about my skin in between my legs, bro. Yeah, I don't. I can tell. So <laughs> it's okay. I can tell by the way you look, man. You don't have like that uh, high self esteem. Oh, I got high self esteem. You know what I'm you should do though. That. You know what you should do though is get two tattoos, one on each nut, one of an angel whispering into the shaft of your dick. Oh, wow! And then the other one, the devil whispering into the shaft of your dick, kind of. Match everything. Guys, I'm sorry. We're starting the show off like this. John's in a happy mood today, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I had a couple that, drinks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, you did have a couple drinks. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, I forgot we about that. Yeah, I had a couple drinks. Yeah, I had a couple drinks. Yeah. Actually, your drinks were cheaper than mine, and I had beer and you had alcohol. That's yeah. kind of weird. Well, they put like a spoonful of alcohol on there. <laughs> well, you don't drink, so that Yeah, I don't drink a lot, you. but it just makes me loose and it makes me happy. And it makes yeah, me, absolutely. Uh, yeah, he's loose tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe we'll get some more shit out of him. I'm think? very loose today, ladies. Really? You want to start the show listening? off with some shit? What's, What's up, up going on, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> want to start it off today? What's been going on? I don't know, man. It's been life, man. Life, life has been going on, man. Like today, this week's been going on just... I don't know how to explain it, man. No, you it, can explain it. You're well, good at I'm talking. Trying to, I'm trying to okay. explain it. Shut up, Mike. Okay. God damn, Mike. Sorry. Get off my fucking dick. I'm off. Here's the dick again. Here we go. It's the alcohol, my ladies dick, and gentlemen. My dick, not your dick. Got you. Nobody wants to see your dick. Well, somebody wanted to see your dick at least six times. Oh, man. Come on, bro. I know. Six kids. Six kids. I only had sex six times. I got six kids. Yeah. I got you. You got, you got that incredible <laughs> Hulk sperm. Oh, my God. No, but uh, I, I, like today's topic, I know we were going to talk a little bit about them. Um, I know we talk a little bit more about serious stuff, but this mm-hmm. is kind of, it, it hit home this week, uh, especially for Mike. We were going to talk about uh, love and loss mm-hmm. and just how it affects you throughout your life. And everybody loses something along the way, whether it be a loved one, whether it be somebody that you were romantically involved with, uh, could be a job that you lost. Everybody has a certain amount of value that they assess to certain aspects of their life and usually they are more in line with people like losing people in your life whether it's through a breakup or through a death in the family Uh, it just it's very hard for people to open up about loss especially if it's sudden and uh, Mike has gone through something similar this week so I'm gonna let Mike take over and kind of tell you a little bit about what's been going on with his week and where he's been at emotionally and uh hopefully you can get something out of it all right uh 
All right, let's see. Um, you know, the ex-fiance's uh, sister passed away. Uh, it's been about two weeks now. And, uh, you know, it kind of it kind of hit home. She was a friend of mine for seven years. I mean, we were family for seven years. And, uh, you know, we were close at one time. And, uh, you know, family, that kind of thing. And uh, it was kind of, it was, it, you know, I kind of... I kind of had to face the music a little bit with some things. Um, you know, I, I wanted to pay my respects, but, you know, because of, you know, past relations, like me, me making the mistakes that I made, you know, involving my ex-fiance, you know, and I talked about this, you know, on a few podcasts ago in the beginning and still talk about it now. Um, you know, I, I ran into her, you know, with, with another man at the time and, you know, I had no, you know, no knowledge of it and it kind of broke my heart and, you know, I, no, I, it did break your heart. No, well, it did break yeah. my heart, but it, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I acted out on it and I made a lot of, you know, bad decisions and kind of barred myself from that family completely, you know, I had restraining orders, that kind of stuff, you know, because of the way I acted, I was angry at the time. Don't get me wrong. I'm not there now, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I, I had talked to John about this, you know, early last week. Um, you know, I wanted to do I wanted to do something, you know, to, you know, let them know that I cared. But on the other hand Well initially you weren't gonna do anything. Yeah, at all. see and that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, cause... that's that's what I'm saying. But like I, I know we were... I, I initially I didn't want to do anything because I was like, you know what, I was hurt, nobody was there for me, you know, fuck them, you know, that kind of thing. You know, that's that's the mentality I had going into it. But my heart that's me saying that, but that wasn't my heart saying that. And you know, I'm 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 a nice guy. I got a good heart and and I've always had that good heart, you know. I can't play the bad guy because I'm not a bad guy, you know what I'm saying? I do stupid shit, and I drag people through my shit, and I do dumbass shit sometimes, but when it comes down, Mike's, like, solid in, in, in the chest. Like, I got that heart. I always care for people. I always do what I can, you know, to take care of people, help people. I've always been that type of dude, you know what I mean? Like, I've always been like that since day one. I don't know where I get it from because I feel like everybody around me can be heartless, and I'm the one that can't, you know what I mean? But, you know, I just, I, I didn't want to do anything for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, you know, fuck them, you know, like they're, they're actually feeling pain, but it's, it's not the same, you know, and I had to tell myself that I talked to John about that. I talked to, you know, my therapist about that. I talked to several people about that, you know, it's not the same type of thing, you know, and, and I wanted to let them know, you know, that I cared. Um, you know, I had a discussion with my ex fiance. She wanted to take our oldest daughter to the ceremony, memorial, funeral type thing. And, you know, she landed up doing it. I had my boys for the weekend because um, they wouldn't be, you know, they wouldn't understand. You can't have little kids running around, you know, doing that kind of thing. It's it's tough. People are mourning and stuff like that, and I understand. But, uh, you know, she, I was worried about Haley going at first, and I was, I, not that I was against it, but, you know, I kind of had, like, the pros and cons of it kind of thing. But, I think my ex-fiance handled that really well. Um, she told me what she did, you know, and, you know, she let her in after the viewing was over, you know, and people were speaking and that kind of stuff. And I appreciate that kind of stuff because, you know, my daughter's eight years old, so she understands, you know, and she lost her aunt, you know, kind of broke my heart when she told me, you know, daddy, I lost my favorite aunt. You know, I felt bad. You know what I mean? Like it kind of hit me at home, you know, it's still surreal. Like I still can't believe, you know, she's no longer with us, but, um, uh, 
you know, I went and I, uh, I, I purchased flowers. I, I picked out a nice bouquet and I sent them over and, uh, it made me feel really good, man. It, it really did. Like, even though I didn't get a thank you from any of the family besides my ex-fiance, which I can understand that because they don't have numbers. It's hard for them to reach out. They don't have social media and that kind of stuff. My ex-fiance, the first thing she said to me, she was like, I saw you send flowers. That was really nice. Thank you. And I, I, it made me feel good, man. It really, really did make, I feel like I overcame a lot, man. Like, like seriously, like, I think I'm growing, bro. Like, I just feel, I feel like I'm growing. Like, I just, it made me feel really good. Like, I was like, damn, man, I actually, you know, I put it to the side. I put the anger, the hate, the, you know, all that. And I put it to the side and I did, you know, something nice like that. And it was thoughtful and it was caring you know, sympathetic, like all that. I, I really, I, I was really proud of myself, man. And I appreciate you talking to me about it when I needed you, you know, to talk to me because, you know, I was so upside and down. And, you know, we talked about it through text messages and in person and, you know, for, for the whole week, you know, because yeah, I was man. so up and down. Well, I, you know. So in life, there's the easy way and there's a hard way. Yeah, no shit. And then there's the... Uh, <laughs> there's the mic way, which yeah. is completely everything fucking blows. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. And we don't want to do that because no. that hasn't been your, I guess, forte at that point. No. So, I can't remember who I heard it from. It said... He had a saying that said, if you do what is easy in life... If you do what is easy, life will be hard. If you do what's hard, life will, will be, be easy. easy. Yeah. yeah, it's like flip-flop. It makes yeah. sense. And you not saying anything to her would be the easy way out. That's not you doing anything to benefit. For one, it's not going to be about you. Yeah. It's about your family. It's yeah. about, regardless of what type of relationship you and your ex-fiance had, mm -hmm. the, she is still the mother of your kids. Absolutely. And her sister was still the aunt of your kids, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. They loved her, and by proxy, you Absolutely. should love her because she loved the, your her their aunt loved your kids. Oh yeah, she, I mean she tried. Yeah, absolutely. Like she was, it's it's such a sad story too, John. She just had a baby six months ago. Yeah, she I had know. a little boy, bro, and now the kid's motherless. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just it it sucks, man. It's it's tough. It makes you appreciate <sighs> the way life is, and one of the reasons why I was so adamant about you saying something just. Whether it be sending a card or sending a bouquet, and then you were really against it, I'm like, no, man, just trust me. Yeah. It's not even necessarily about being the bigger person. It's about doing what is right as a human being and doing what is right and knowing that it's not about you. It's not about the relationship that you and your ex-wife had. It's about the loss that someone has in their life. And it doesn't matter if... It was a good or bad breakup. You should have done it because yeah. of the amount of time you were together. Yeah. The fact we were that, family at one time. Yeah, you're you know? family. Yeah. You were family at one point. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, you're still family because she is or she is, and was the aunt, the aunt of your children. Yes. And that's something that I'm sure, you know, and again, I believe in God, and so I, I believe in heaven and I, I do believe that she is looking down and saying, wow, thank you, Mike, for doing that. Mm -hmm. And 
to get back to the point, one of the reasons I was so adamant about it was last year in January, my father passed away suddenly. And it fucked me up because I had never experienced a loss like that up until that point. And it was very sudden. I mean, he was in his 70s, so it wasn't like it was like he was young. He was getting up there in age, but I know that I had talked to other people about it. But one of the first people I talked about it to um, was my ex. And for those of you who don't know, my, my ex and I had a breakup. It was in February of 2019. But we were still technically together and doing everything that a family, uh, people like people in a relationship would right. do up until June of that year. And then even then, she was still a part of my life until November of that year. And my father, when we, my ex and I had a dog. It's both of ours. And my father would always watch our dog for us. Whenever we needed her to be watched, he would take the dog over there. And she would be happy. She loved my father's dogs. That was his pride and joy. But my father, whenever it was my ex's birthday, would go and bake her a cake or say something nice to her or make her dinner. Are you serious? You never told me that, bro. That's really nice. Yeah, you used to make lasagna for her. You would say, hey, what what does your ex want for for dinner, for her birthday? Oh, she wants this. Okay, I'll make it for her or make, make her a cheesecake. Just wow, stuff. That's and, really nice. I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know your dad did stuff like that. What a nice yeah, man. That was. Uh, that's really nice. It was mostly for special occasions, but sometimes we would have. Well, it's family shit, yeah. man. That's cool. He was yeah. playing that family part. I like that. So we sometimes we would invite him over, and he would make us dinner. But we would like host and have him over, especially for his birthdays. When he passed away, uh, my ex and I were not talking. Like we weren't yeah, talking at all. She was for some reason. She decided in November out of nowhere that, for one, I wasn't allowed to talk to her anymore. But two, she, and I don't want to use this word, but she basically stole our dog. The dog was in both of our names. And she, because she had possession of it, she took it and says, it's mine now, not yours. And the way the state of Maryland is, is that's all you can do. Even if your name's on the paperwork like mine was. It, there's nothing I could do about it. And we even went to court for a bit. Or we, we didn't go to court for it. I had initially filed charges to tr- at least get half of the half of the uh, custody back. But it's like um, fighting for a fucking kid, man. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, it, ba- it was bad, dude. And I remember you talk, telling me some, some things about it. And I'd... even my lawyer was like, the only recourse that we can do is one, she has to agree to get half of it to you which she doesn't plan on doing or, and this would be like the thing that would, um, would be the, the one that I didn't want to happen was the fact that he said the more likely situation would be is if you guys can't figure this out, the lawyer, the, the lawyer said that the judge could, um, make a ruling that we sell the dog and that we split the proceeds, and neither one of us get it. 
Yeah, kind of like a house thing. Yeah. Yep. Because the dog is considered property. And right. we both had the paperwork. He goes, that's the most likely scenario that would happen. So I knew that if I had gone in any further for the, it's called a replevin. Mm-hmm. If I had gone any further with the replevin, that would most likely be the outcome. And for me, that wasn't acceptable because it wasn't a matter of, one, I love my dog. I still love my dog. If I could have my dog right now, I would take her 100% of the time. How long has it been since you've seen her? Uh, November, when she decided uh, that I could November what? 2019. Damn, bro. It's been... Yeah. I love that dog. It was... Uh, it's like kid, man. I mean, yeah, some people, and that's, that's you a, don't have kids. Yeah. So your dog, you know, your, your dog, dogs, animals, whatever, they become your kids kind so, of thing, you know? Uh, I get it. And I was, I, I love my dog. And I, I was, it was never about the fact that she thought that I wasn't going to make a good owner slash doggy daddy. It was a fact that she wanted power. And most she, women like power, buddy. Most most bad people <laughs> like power. I know. I but, agree with you on that. But we're also, um, sorry to get sidetracked, but you're good. Even after the, that whole incident, it was November. My father passed away in, in January. My father did a lot for both of us, especially her. Like He had loaned us money, which I paid him back. We both paid him back, I should say. But he was there for us, you know, both giving us time. Like, I, we added up the amount of care that he had provided for the dog. Well, I added it up. Over the course of, I think, five years, he used to babysit our dog, dog sit our, our dog, like, five days out of the week or at least three to four days a week. Add that up over the course of five years, it's like $26,000. Yeah. Because doggy daycare is expensive. Yeah. Plus, you got to think food and stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, food and time right. and walking, yeah. the whole nine. We didn't yeah. even add that up. We just yeah. did that. So he did a lot for us. Yeah. So when he passed away, I'm distraught. Absolutely. And I was under no impression that... The, well, I was hurting. And... My ex is still probably the person that knows me the best about what I was going through and what my father meant to me and what he's had to sacrifice. And I had not talked to her at all since November. And I really wanted someone to be there. And I, I, she was prob- I think she was the first one I messaged to. And I messaged her, said, hey, my father passed away. Didn't respond. Wow. I'm like, okay, well, maybe, maybe she blocked me the whole nine. You know, I'm, I'm making excuses for her because I always made excuses for her. And one of my mutual friends, one of our mutual friends, actually my friend now, just my friend, because she cut off all my friends for some whatever reason yeah. to be spiteful. I that, yeah. And uh, my friend Crystal, and I said, yeah, she didn't say anything. And I was like, I'm kind of pissed off about it. I'm kind of angry. And Crystal was like, well, let me, let me just check. Maybe she has you blocked. Let me message her just to make sure. And she messaged her something like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but John's father passed away. Didn't say anything to her either. Wow. So to me, when I saw that, like, I was still holding out a little bit of hope in my heart that, you know, maybe she would come to her senses 
I think but, we all hold on to that a little bit. I'm yeah, guilty for that. But, but after that, that showed me the type of person she is on the inside and how much I despise someone like that. Because it's not about you anymore. And it's not even about me. Like, you, you pay respects to the people that never did anything wrong to you that was still in your life and did something for you. And she didn't do that. And I, didn't, I knew the type of personality trait that that is. And it's spiteful and it's angry and it's hateful. And I didn't want that for you. I didn't want you to become someone like that because you are better than that. Absolutely. Which I is one of the reasons you. why you, I didn't want you to be in that tone of like, fuck them, fuck this, yeah. fuck that. Because... That's just a hateful existence is, to live in, is. man. And I, bro, trust me, I don't, I don't want it, man. If it, yeah, and that's that's the thing too, like, and that's something I've noticed. I've been trying to be a lot more positive lately. And if you have hate in your heart, bro, like if you seriously have hate in your heart and anger, and you're holding on to things, you got issues. You know what I mean? You're going through some shit, and you haven't gotten rid of your shit, and you haven't worked on your shit. And I've been working on my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it takes a time. long time, man. It does. It does. It takes a real long time. It takes a real long time, bro. Healing is. is I'm not still th- working on my shit. I mean, I'm in, I've been in therapy for. Fuck that! Actually, when I when she took my dog away is when I fucking went in because like that was, that was a one piece of me that I knew that absolutely loved me, yeah. Without any sort of, um, like unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And part of me... How is, long did you guys have the dog? I didn't mean to cut you uh, off. About five, five years. Total so years. Yeah, so together, that, you guys were together, yeah, so had the dog five years, and then split. We were together seven years. We had the dog, I think, at, for five years. Five years, yeah. All That's five years, time. my father had yeah, taken care of the dog. Even when we weren't together, uh, she had a condo, and it flooded. And she also had several cats, and we had to take the cats into, I wasn't living there at the time. I was actually moving into a different place at the time. And the condo flooded for a second time. And it started, like, the water was coming down. She called me first. And this was back in, like, June of 2020. No, I'm sorry, 2019, excuse me. It was before my father passed away. And uh, she goes, oh, the condo's flooding again. I, you know, I'm like, okay, I'll be there. So I ran from where I was at, and I got there, and she's like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, okay, no problem. We'll figure it out. I went to the, to the water unit, tried to figure out how to take the shutoff valve. Uh, you know, went inside, tried to help her run up the animals, you know, the whole nine. And uh, the first time the condo flooded, she froze like she froze almost immediately i don't know if it was a shock of seeing water going everywhere or this thing that her her place was destroyed mm-hmm. but she wasn't moving and that was a big red flag for me and i'll explain why later but she wasn't moving so immediately when i saw the water coming down the first time i started moving i'm getting pails of water out i'm getting the trash can from outside and trying to hold it underneath you know, the big piles of water so I can shovel out the water. I'm doing everything I possibly can. I'm moving stuff out of the way. I'm taking stuff in the back to where it can't be 
rained on. I'm trying to do everything to salvage what we can salvage. And she's just sitting in the corner, not doing anything. And I looked at her and said, hey, you have to move now. And she said, you have to snap out of it. We, gotta, we have to move. And then finally she snapped out of it and she was moving. And the reason it got me so, like, it became off as a red flag for me was the fact that if you have a kid, and let's say, God forbid, God forbid you find a kid laid out with their head busted open. Yeah, Every single second counts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Every single second counts. If you are flipping out over water, coming from the ceiling, which, again, it's a disaster, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but you're unable to, to maneuver that situation on the fly, there is no way you're going to be able to navigate your kid being you know, mortally hurt or mortally injured you have to act fast. You have to think fast. You have to be quick on your feet. And you cannot hesitate. You have to do what you got to do. And I got on her a little bit about that. And I, I, I felt bad about it later. Not for the fact that I was upset about it, but the fact the way I approached it. You know, maybe I was a little bit too harsh, but I felt like when the first time the condo was flooding, I did about 90% of the work. Damn. I was moving everything around. I was pelling all the water. Well, you said she froze, right? She She froze. But even after she froze, like, she didn't know what to do. Was she having, like, a breakdown or something? Like, what the hell? Honestly, she was mentally fragile as it is, so any little thing broke her down. The cat could puke on the floor, and her whole day was ruined. That's how fragile her her mental state was. So So I can understand it to an extent, but that's still not an excuse. So the second time it flooded, she called me. I rushed down there. And mind you, I'm, we're broken up at the time. It's been, um, uh, I had already moved all my stuff out there. It was, it was completely flooded. Um, I get, immediately I get in there, took off my shirt, went right to work. I had a new pair of shoes. They got, I think they got ruined or they got really damp and I had to clean them. New clothes, again, didn't care. I'm just trying to help her out. I'm moving around, moving stuff around, pailing out water. And she's moving too. And I was really proud of her for doing that. Like I said, she was moving she's moving a lot quicker than she was last time. And, you know, I went to the back room and I'm sitting there trying to get the water out because it was more of the middle of the condo this time and spreading outward as opposed to it being almost entirely in the front and we could just move it to the back. And... She starts breaking down. She goes, I can, you know, I can't believe this is happening again. You know, I'm, I can't take it anymore and this, that, and the other. And if it was the first time, I would have stopped and said, you know, you need to move and stuff like that. But I actually stopped what I was doing. I put down there and said, hey, look, I'm sorry this is happening to you. There's nothing we can do about it right now. The best thing we can do is try to save whatever we can get to save. I said, like, things are going to get damaged. Things are going to, you know probably be broken and we can't fix it but we're gonna do the best we can do and i'm gonna be here for you i love you that's what they have insurance for i said i love you we're gonna get through this together if you need to take time to to process everything right now don't worry i'll take care of everything just get your mind right and you know be okay and i love you and she hugged me and she kissed me 
And she took time to, to, to process everything that was going on. And I was still moving, getting everything done. And mind you, literally nothing in that condo was mine at that point. And I'm still doing 90% of the work. Damn. So I, things like that don't get remembered. Things like that get lost in people's hate for you. A lot of the good things in life that ha- did happen, I'm sure you and your ex-fiance's sister had good times together. Yeah, absolutely. So, but sometimes people let anger override that, that notion. Like, it wasn't always all bad. And there were times that, you know, things were good and there was times where things were bad, but it doesn't change the fact that there is a certain, I guess, uh, respect that you have for that person even if you don't like the person they are related to, mm-hmm. i.e. you and me, i.e. Mm-hmm. her and, you know. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So I, I think that a lot of people fall into this pitfall of allowing their anger to change who they are. Yeah. People will get in this mood of like, well, fuck that bitch and fuck that asshole. Yeah. I hope she fucking dies. I hope he fucking dies. Yeah, yeah. And I get it to a certain extent. Everybody has to let it out. Everybody has to process their emotions in their own way. Yep. But after, after a certain period of time, you need to let that shit go. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You need to let that go. You need to let that be because... It is. It is what it is. It it is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. But something that I'm proud of you for doing is I'm proud of you because we had to talk about that. And again, I I didn't want you to become that person because that honestly, that's somebody I don't like hanging out with. I don't like someone that holds on to anger in their life and then uses it as a reason to be spiteful, to be petty, to be, to be. it's it's, It's always a negative fallback. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, so, trust me. I know. I know. I, I, I look at that and I, I don't want to be like that. Like I've been, like I said, lately I've been so, I've been so much more positive. I've been trying to think straight and keep my mind clear. I haven't been getting, you know, cloudy. I haven't been, you know what I mean? I've been spending a lot more time, you know, doing things with my kids and, and, you know, working and, and focusing on, on this thing. You know, which this thing is real positive, which which I'm really excited what, about. What thing? The podcast? Yeah. You said this thing and you just... Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I was No, don't worry about eye. it. I was itching my eye. Yeah, this podcast. Actually, my um, my therapist is uh, pretty stoked. She's actually going to start listening to it, too. So I gave her the links and everything for it to check it out, which is pretty wild. She was like, I want to hear it. I was like, I was like, oh, so when I spoke to you last time, I thought you just wanted me to talk about it. I was like, you actually want to listen to it? She's like, yes, I want to listen to it. That's awesome, man. I was like, We okay. got another viewer. <laughs> I was like, wow, that'd be pretty cool. I was like, that's cool. She's like, you know, mine? I said, absolutely not. I was like, absolutely not. I said, everything that I tell you and I talk to you about is on there. Yeah. Like, I've talked to you about all that stuff. You know, if I miss something, write it down and we can talk about it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I said, perfect. because I go, you know, because usually when I do these podcasts, I see my therapist in the morning. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. kind of gives me the, you know, she digs everything out and talks to me about some stuff. And then that gives me the ideas what to talk about when I get on here, like things I've been feeling and stuff like that. Things you've been ruminating you know? on. But, uh, yeah, like I said, it, it was a, it was a, it was a pretty wild week, man. It was, it was wild, you know, and 
I think one of the, you know, one of the, the weird things about it was, um, you know, my, I had my boys and, you know, my, like I said, you know, my ex had my daughter, she was at the, you know, the memorial, the funeral, um, service. And like what, what I did was, um, you know, I had her come over to bring the boy, you know, to bring my daughter over. And of course, you know, the boys are going to want to see their mom, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. So, you know, I had her come over. Yeah. Um, and she was at my house for about 40 minutes, man. And when she just sat there, I sat on the couch, she was sitting on the floor and the kids were playing with her. They were running around me. It was like, man, I just, I miss that shit, man. So much like just, you miss you know, your family. Yeah, I do miss my family, bro. I ain't even lying, bro. Like I was sitting there and I was like, man, like I had all, I had all those feelings coming back again. Like everything, like that pit in my stomach, a loss, like the, you know, I just wanted to run up and hold her and talk to her and just tell her I'm sorry, you know, for the loss of her sister. And, you know, like just, you know, totally like just be there and let her know that I was there for her and, you know, that kind of thing. I didn't do that, but... You know, we're not on that level anymore. Well, but there are going to be boundaries that you have to set. I know. Yourself I know. It wouldn't have been I know. It just, it just, it, it just all like it all like it was nice, here's man. The problem, the, like, okay, you've been going to therapy. We were talking a little bit about this earlier. You've yeah. been going to therapy for about two months. Yeah, two months now. Um, the fact that you weren't processing your emotions from the breakup. Yeah, I was trying to do it know, on my own. Everything's still fresh. Yeah. So, it may have been how long has it been now? Since the breakup? Yeah. Uh, 23 months. 23 months. So almost two years. Yeah. Almost two years you, you've been separated. Yeah. And you're now just dealing with it. Yeah. You may have dealt with some surface level stuff, yeah, yeah, but you yeah. now you're dig, digging into digging like, in, yeah. to the, that was just the tip of the iceberg. Now you got to deal with that 100 foot block of ice underneath. Yeah. And that's what you're doing right now. So there's a, it's still very real to you because you didn't process it the right way. Yeah. You know, you, you were still doing, um, I don't want to say the bare minimum, but you're just doing the stuff that is the normal things to do. Yeah. So the fact that it's still there, it's, it's almost like you just got out of the relationship two months ago and you are doing yeah. everything that you need to do now. To, yeah. To I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I agree. And, and, I, emotions. and I've been, you know, recently I've just been, you know, trying to be, positive because I was really negative for the last almost two years like I just didn't care about anything I said fuck it if I die I die I was drinking every day drinking all day every day besides work you know I wouldn't drink and, and work but I'd come home and smash a bottle of that's what you know I'm still drinking now I'm just not drinking as much um it was pretty bad you know what I mean I was throwing up all over myself like it was bad bro like all you know, like just that's all. And then go to work and do the same thing every day. Like I was doing the same thing. And I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, to you I'm, about try, that, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to pull away from all that, man. I'm trying to do all positivity. That's why like, I'm in love with this podcast, man. Like this, it just, I don't know. It's, it, it, it kind of became my new addiction. You know what I'm saying? It's like, also I a way love, to get over the hump day. No, no I, know <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that. I know that, but I'm just well, saying it's like, it looks, it's something you, know, you can look forward to. Yeah. I, I think, Especially with love. Yeah. When you fall in love with somebody, you are, you're giving your time and your effort to something yeah. that may or may not love you back and it yeah. may not pay dividends on it. But when it comes to people, like, it's very hard not to feel resentment about that. Mm -hmm. With the podcast, 
you love the podcast, you love doing it, you're putting an effort to it, and it may not be giving you anything in return, but you're still able to communicate your thoughts, your emotions. I mean, it's giving everything. me things in return. Yeah, I know. You know, I meant like, you know what I mean? But yeah, I, I not see like what kids you're or love. Yeah, you know what I mean? Love. It's not going to give me a hand job or something. Story. Yeah, I mean, if you want to see that's love, man, that's cool. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, bro. I'm just messing around. I know, I know, I know. You. I know. But yeah, no, you're right. You know, I'm just, I get a lot out of it, man. And I, it's like, you know, some days I wake up and I'm just like, oh man, we got to do a podcast today. I'm like, what am I going to talk about? And then I talk to my, you know, I'm like, oh man, I don't have anything, you know, like, what are we going to do? And then I talk to my therapist. It's like, you know, and then I relax for the day, you know, because Wednesday is like my off day. It's my day that I relax and I do yeah. this and I just get. It's your day of rest. You know what I mean? I get my thoughts going and stuff, man. And then by the time we go and eat and everything, I'm like, oh, I want to do a podcast. Like, let's get all this shit out. Let's start talking about. Yeah, because I wasn't cool. really feeling up. I don't think any of us were feeling either. one. Nah, of us I wasn't feeling good earlier. I was just tired. bro. Yeah, just so run I, down. Man. I was I, I was out in the rain all day today. Yeah, working, dude. I'm telling yeah. you, unload a truck in that shit. It's a fucking nightmare, yeah. bro. Slipping and sliding. I'm just sitting during the fucking rain. Yeah. And it's pouring down on me. And like, I got home. Like, I just don't, I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. I don't want to fuck. I I do intermittent fasting, so I don't eat all day until like I get home. So I eat like I think, and also do OMAD. So like I'll eat once a day, and then that's it. Yeah, and that's uh, not healthy, but yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is, no, dude. It's not. Dude, look up the science, man. Bro, it's eat fine. in the morning. No, morning is very no, important. Your breakfast no, is most important. Come no. on. You, Tell me how much Come research on. did you do on this? I'm not saying I did tell, any tell, research. Tell I'm not like you. I'm not Mr. Analytical. Exactly. I did okay. research on this, man. Did, bro, breakfast is the most important, bro. It's no, that's actually... That's, don't look at the shit up, dude. Oh look the shit God. up, man. Research that shit. I'm not going to get I'm into that. I'm not researching shit, bro. Exactly. That's like reading a fucking Bible, man. Come man, on. Man, you can listen to YouTube, man. What are you doing in your truck all day? I know. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm not in my truck all day. I'm unloading shit all day. That's what I'm doing. Okay, and how does that product... Get to one place or another. I'm not driving long. I, I so fuck. you're so you're telling me that you you it's not always on <laughs> off the truck. You're not always unloading. Then that was the point I'm, I'm making. No, I'm always unloading. Smart ass motherfucker. Come on, you can't bro. outsmart a smart yeah, ass. Yeah, I know. I know, Mr. Analytical over here. Mr. Analytical. No, I, I think I, I think I judge things pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I I think there's again a lot of the relationships we have. Uh, are, are things that we give our energy to, our time to, our, our effort to. And it's very hard to open up about it, especially if you've been hurt in the past and especially if you're going through things where you're trying to work on yourself. Nobody really likes to open themselves up. And when you aren't receiving or you're worried about not receiving things back, you know, it makes you probably not want to put as much effort in. Yeah. And, and I was saying with this podcast, you're putting in this effort. And I mean, when we started this up, I didn't. I never expect us to have as many listeners as we do now. Yeah. I thought we'd maybe have like five. Yeah, you know, and it was never about that. It was never about like listen, having people listen to us. It was more about just putting our thoughts out there. Yeah, and if we could help one person, that was Somebody, that was good. Yeah, enough for right, me. right, right. That, right, was, that yeah. was fine with me. Yeah, and I I'm, mean, it's but it's snowballing, bro. Pretty good. Uh, hopefully, it gets it continues to grow. Or I, I know that it's we are. The subject material we talk about sometimes can get a little heavy, and yeah. we, we typically go with our personal experiences yeah. and everything like that. Well, that's why I want to bring in more people, too. Yeah, you know? yeah. Bringing in more people, everybody has different experiences. We're talking to people from all over the place, you know, people getting on, you know, and, and talking and, you know, telling us about all their stuff, because there's things that people can't relate to us that might listen 
they hear somebody else and be like, hey, I can relate to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, you know, we're just waiting to get all this equipment together yeah, so very getting, soon. Yeah, it'll be soon, relatively soon. Yeah. I got to get a, I got to, <laughs> I got to get some bar stools. <laughs> yeah. It's a home setup, but yeah, it's, it's pretty tight setup, in here, though. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's nice in here. It's going to be really nice. Yeah. It's, it got a nice place. I got like nice things. <laughs> I like I like nice stuff sometimes. But uh, yeah, man, when she was when she was at the house, man, like, and she was just sitting there, and the kids were running around playing, and the kids were running up to her, hugging her and kissing her, and then running up to me, hugging and kissing me, like it just it it felt good, man, for that moment, you know. And I, I just I was sitting there, and I was like. Man, I really miss her. You know what I'm saying? I was just looking at her just like, you know what I mean? She was sitting there playing with the kids and, and I, I just I still love her, bro. Like I still yeah. I still I I mean I do. You and, know what I mean? My heart her. is still right there. It sucks because you know the way it all ended and everything that happened and you know, you were relating how, you know, your ex kind of, you know, like the whole thing like no response, no response. Your dad has no response. It's like I don't understand with these, you know, with, with certain women where you get like that cold shoulder, like you're a fucking nobody and you spend all this fucking time with them. You put years and, and all this and they act like you're a piece of shit. They'll throw you right in jail and hope you fucking burn and die. And they yep. don't give two fucks about you. You know what I mean? Like I, I just, it's, it, that's some heartless ass shit. Okay. Honestly, that's uh, honestly some heartless ass shit. And that's the type of shit that makes me angry. There's you know? a, uh, there's an old saying. It's a thin line between love and hate. Yeah. And I agree with that to an extent. Yeah. But I also believe that you have to inherently have that in your body already. You have to inherently have that hate in your body already. Something that my family had told me, and it actually broke my heart. Uh, my sister told me this, was when my ex and I broke up, my sister took me in and let me live with her until she got until I got back on my feet. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were talking because we we had some issues for me. My sister she didn't know about, but I always had a little bit of animosity towards her, and it was just a matter of miscommunication. And with my ex, she hated all of my family. Like she, for some reason. She hated my sister. Well, not for some reason. There's, there's some shit back there. But it's petty shit. It's petty little shit. She hated my sister. She hated my sister-in-law. She hated my mom. And she would say things out of the blue like, fuck your sister. Your fucking sister's a bitch. Or your fucking mom's a bitch. Just out of nowhere. We would be having a good day. And then something would snap in her head. And then she would have to lash out on at that. And me, I loved her, so I didn't say anything about it. I, I, could, I was like, okay, I understand why you're angry. This happened, that happened. But my sister t- was talking to me, and she goes, I, we didn't know anything was wrong. Nobody knew anything was wrong with us. And so everybody thought we were just madly in love, and we just always... I mean, I thought had, everything was good until you came and told me. Yeah. I didn't know shit, you know? And um, I didn't know anything. Yeah. <clears throat> Nobody did. Because one of the things that started that off in a relationship was we had a talk and for some reason she stated I'm not sure if I talked about this but she stated that uh, if we ever have any problems in the relationship we don't talk outside of the relationship we handle it in house 
And I could understand. I was like, okay, that's fine. I get that. I had come out of a, a relationship previously where the mother was involved heavily and the mother wasn't very intelligent. And so she would make these statements which were factually not true. And you know me. If you say something stupid or something not factual, I'm going to call you out on it. This is just how I am. But if this this girl I was previously involved with, it didn't matter what she did wrong. It could be t- something totally wrong. I was always at fault, according to her mom. Like, it was... Uh, she could fuck around with other dudes, and it was my fault. Damn. So, uh, I could understand. I was like, okay, I, I can get that. I mean, I can get behind that, you know. we You want to handle our issues in-house. You don't want anybody to influence our perspective on things because you've been a part of this where you're involved with a woman and they get their friends involved to kind of like give them advice when their friends themselves don't know how to give advice because they're not objective. Right. So I agreed. So during the course of the relationship, whenever I had an issue, I would just bottle that shit away because that whole option of t- talking about it in-house never happened. It was only okay for her to vent her problems and her issues. It was never okay for me to vent my problems and my issues. I had to just suck it up and be a man and not have any emotions. A one-way street. It was an extreme one-way street. And then after a while, that shit built up. So whenever she started complaining about me, I would get angry. I'm like, well, it's not like you were so great. You know, this is what's going on with you. Right. Like, this is why I'm reacting the way I'm reacting. She goes, oh, you're always trying to pin this back on me. And every time I have an issue, you're trying to, you know, take over the conversation and tell me how you, you feel about your issues and make me feel bad. I'm like, no, I just don't have an opportunity to tell you how I feel because anytime I tell you I have an issue with you, it starts an argument and you can't accept criticism. You can't accept criticism. You can't, you can't accept the fact that you did anything wrong or that you, you're infallible. For, for lack of a better word, you're infallible and there's nothing that you can do that's, that, that, that's so bad that I have anything to complain about. So whenever we would get in arguments, that would be the issue. And over time, that built up. And I can understand the anger to an extent towards my family, but you still don't go out and talk like that because if the situations were reversed and we were talking about her parents or her mom, her dad, completely different story. I would a hundred percent be in the wrong for that no matter what. But the, the, the fucked up part about this was the fact that she was actually talking about our relationship with her mother. But she did it in a way where she can have plausible deniability. Mm. So she, she would say things like, if I was at work a lot and, you know, I was just, you know, tired or anything like that or grumpy or something like that because the jobs I worked at fucking sucked. <laughs> You like they the job fucking now? sucked. I like the job I'm at now. I, yeah. I do. It. People there are cr- cool shit. Everybody's fucking chill. I like doing the work that I do, even though I can't really talk about it. 
Got you. But you like I, working in the rain? I, I like working <laughs> in the rain sometimes. But it beats being at the, I know, and yeah. it beats beating it's beats being at Aberdeen Federal Credit Union. Or some retail shit. Or retail to yeah. <laughs> retail sucks. I, I would rather be at retail than at the credit union again because that you. place is a fucking cesspool. <sighs> It's a fucking cesspool. Damn, bro. You called them out by name. Yeah, son. fuck those people. APGFCU, <laughs> APGFUCK. Damn, bro. You. They're good with me with my loan, bro. For my car. Not, no, you had an issue with them with the loan. The first one I did, not yeah, the second yeah, one. Because they, they can't. Actually, no. The, thir- the Yeah, the first one I had an issue. The second and third one I didn't, yes. So, yeah, they fucked shit up. But yeah, go ahead. Go back to your point. So, anyways, like, I. I was never allowed. I think. What was I talking about? I lost track of time. Uh, what we were talking about? Look <laughs> at track of time. Track of time and track of. <laughs> you were talking about her with the mother. Oh, so the mother was privy to the information through um, subversive ways. Like if I was working a lot or the house wasn't clean enough, she goes, "Oh yeah, I really need help at the house. You know, I just it's so messy here all the time, and I just have no help at all." Yeah. Like inadvertently saying John's not doing shit. Exactly. I got you. I know how that is. Or she would do something along the lines of like, oh, what was the other one? So anybody who knows me, I'm a fucking mellow person. I'm really yeah. fucking mellow. Chill. I don't take shit seriously. I'm kidding 99% of the time when I talk to somebody. I'm really yeah. not like high strong. She would say things that painted a picture of of like I'm an abusive person, which there isn't an abusive bone in my body. For instance, she was talking to somebody else. I can't remember who it was. And they were talking about things that their boyfriend was doing that they didn't like or that they did this. And I somehow they asked her about it. And she goes, oh, I, I could never do that. John would be so angry with me. And that got back to me about it. And I'm like, did you say that like I would be so angry with something? Oh, I didn't mean it that way. I'm like, yeah, but when you say it that way. When you way, say it that way, right, it gets taken that way. Yeah, like yeah. I'm abusing. I was like, I never lifted a hand to you. I yeah. barely yell at you. Like, not barely yell at you. I have yelled. I can count on one hand how many times I've gotten upset with her. Like, really upset and yelled. And it's three times. Unfortunately, we're in the state of Maryland. It's a fucking woman's state. So. Yeah. Yeah. But you we're would, not allowed to have a voice or an opinion. We're just fucking dicks. That's it. There's a, there's a, um, <laughs> a YouTuber. Been through enough shit with all that. There's a, it was, there's a YouTuber that says, uh, like, men are more than just piggy banks and dicks. Yeah. And I got to agree with that. Some Somehow you just. Our rights get lost in translation. I'm not a men's rights activist whatsoever, but there's a lot of fucked Either up laws. Either am I. Yeah, there's Excuse a lot me, of fucked up laws in, in, in the state. And even when I was going after my dog, my <clears throat> lawyer says, yeah, it's a woman's state, and they're most likely not going to give you the dog. Yeah. Just because of that. Just because you got a cock. Even though it's it was just <laughs> property. Yeah, I got that. You. They look at the woman like, "Oh, poor woman," yeah. and it's never the case. I don't know though because I've been I've been hearing some things recently, um, and I know you know I've been hearing like stories and people and talking to other people and 
guys have been starting to starting to pull their weight around here a little bit and getting, you know, their children, them getting child support, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, Maryland is a, it is a woman's state, but... Uh, it is. Even my lawyer said that. You know, it is what it is, man. It's It sucks, man. That's why I just... I try to do the best I can, man. Keep my mouth fucking closed and do what I'm supposed to do. I, I snap sometimes. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit... I get a lot more heated than most people yeah. do just because that's who I am. But, but I think this false narrative gets placed on people because they want... At least she wanted to be the perpetual victim. Yeah. And something that well, it makes you look like a fucking monster, and you ain't even doing. It. I've never, dude. I've never, I've never seen you. I think I've seen you maybe mad once. Maybe. Was that because of IHOP girl? No, no, it wasn't that. Okay, I, I'm trying to remember. I'm just trying to put it together. But it, it, it's, I, I don't remember what it was. But it, you don't, you're not that type of person. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't take know. a lot of shit. Oh, no, I fucking flip out, bro. I start yeah, screaming I and cussing and yelling yeah. and fucking. He starts jerking off on people's foreheads. There's <laughs> nah. no reason whatsoever. No, nah, I don't do that. That would be fun, but no. Nah. I'm so that's, angry. That's probably illegal as shit. Oh, yeah, Mike. <laughs> I think that coming on somebody's head that you don't know is fucking shit. illegal, Mike. It's uh, funny as hell, man. I, hey, look, okay, I'm I'm admitting I have an anger problem, and I've been working on it for years. I've been in anger management. I don't put my hands on nobody. I'd rather put my hand through a wall or something, you know. I'd rather do that, but. Yeah, fuck your security I get deposit. angry. I talk a lot of shit. I get fuck pissed off. Fuck that security deposit, Mike. No, man, my security You ain't getting that shit good. back at all, fuck man. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Just the whole the whole thing of it is, like, in our relationship, towards the end, so I've always wanted kids of my own. Always. I think you ever mentioned since, that before, yeah. Ever since I was young, I wanted kids of my own. Yeah. That's that's been a goal of mine. I am thirty eight years old now. I don't have any kids. Uh, people are having kids I'm in thirty now. We'll get to that. I know. Eventually, maybe not your on man, this show. I'm sure your mayonnaise is still good because I was shooting kids out of forty something. But at thirty, I'm almost <laughs> thirty nine. So I've always wanted kids, and every time I talked to her about having kids, she didn't want to have kids unless she was married. But then when we talked about marriage, she was like, I don't want to get married because of the patriarchy, because of the what weddings represent is so disgusting, and it was the patriarchy, and the women wearing the white dress was to show that they're bleeding and they're pure, and, and the, guys, the, girl, the, um, the girl's father's giving her away for money, and Everything about it's so sexist and so That's fucking patriarchal. weird, man. What kind of book is she fucking reading? Bro? I don't the book of stupidity. <laughs> no, I ain't never me. heard of that in my it, life, it's, man. It's I know people believe shit like that, but that's I mean I mean, I, I think there is some validity to it. Why waste your time on some stupid shit like that? There was validity to that, but at the same time that has not been the case for so many years. Got you. What she was looking for was an excuse not to get married. I gotcha. So we couldn't have kids, and we couldn't have kids unless we're married. So I was like, well, why don't we have a courthouse wedding? Well, I don't know about that, because then my parents are going to be mad at me because I didn't have a big wedding. Like, I mean, you, you can always renew your vows. I know. I was like, well, there's, no, there's literally nothing I can do at this point. Yeah. If you don't want to have a wedding, and you don't want to have kids before you're married, and every type of way that we could possibly get married is taken, taken. you don't want to have a traditional wedding, and you don't want to have a courthouse wedding, you don't want to have a small ceremony, you don't want to have it just be our parents. You don't want any of that shit. 
we're not going to have kids in that case. It's what I'm hearing. Yeah, well, you should have just right then and there said, you know what, that's a wrap. But I loved her, and I, I was willing did. to stick it out with her. I know. We all do. But, we all try. But the last two to three years of our relationship, when shit got real bad, because then I started getting blamed. I started getting blamed for her never being married or never going to get married. I started getting blamed for the fact that she's never going to have kids. She would actively say, I'm never going to have kids. I'm going to die alone. And How old is she? I think she's like 35 now. Hmm. 35 now. I'm never going to have kids. And it's, my life's going to suck. And I'm going to die alone. And nobody loves me. And I'm, I, you know, I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have a wedding. And Sounds like she just wasn't hugged enough when she was a baby. Uh, there's a whole, like, <laughs> a psychologist would have a field day. Hmm. With her family. Well, she originally, she sees a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. So do I. And, huh? Well, no, I don't see a psychiatrist. I see a therapist, but yeah. Yeah. So she sees a psychiatrist. Hold on a second, though. Let me ask you something real quick. What's the difference between like a psychiatrist and a therapist? Don't they do the same shit pretty Uh, much? Kind of, but I think the psychiatrist can, I mean, a therapist can prescribe you meds, but a psychiatrist can diagnose you with like bipolar disorder uh, okay, or okay. something. I, yeah, I believe I was like, that's the I difference. thought they were kind of the same thing. I could be completely wrong. Okay. If anybody knows, I just drop a line were. on Facebook. Yeah, we Go can ahead. Google that shit. <laughs> What's the difference between psychiatry and therapy? Have fun with it, man. Send us some messages. No dick pics because Facebook doesn't allow that. I mean, could they even pick your little schlong up in the fucking messages? Come on, bro. <laughs> Yo, me shaking it. Like, yeah. oh, this is... A- also, see, snotches. <laughs> yeah. Mike's on the webcam again. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty fuck. Well, anyways. Oh, anyways, getting back to the, the fucking. The, she saw a psychiatrist because she was having issues. And the first psychiatrist she saw, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, diagnosed her with bipolar disorder. Mm. Bipolar disorder. Something like, or schizophrenia, something serious. She didn't like that diagnosis. Oh, yeah, I remember, I remember you were talking about that. Yeah. So then she, uh, she decided that, she didn't, well, she decided she wanted to go see another psychiatrist. Right. And then he diagnosed her with just anxiety. So rather than go to another psychiatrist and say, hey, okay, this person diagnosed me with this, this is drastically different, let me go get a third opinion just to be on the safe side. She stuck with the anxiety diagnosis. She stuck yeah. with that diagnosis. And when you have anxiety, from what I understand, there are steps to take. And you will notice the difference if you're doing the correct steps. Mm-hmm. And you, if you're getting healthy and you're getting your mind right and you're taking whatever they prescribe you and you're doing the things that you want, they will, there should be some, some improvement. There was no improvement with her. There was just a downward slope. Hmm. And I think it was because maybe she actually did have the more serious issue. Oh, okay. And but, she, she, but she ran with anxiety. Because it was, she had a real big problem with being called crazy. Wow. Like, there was times where she would well, maybe be, maybe she is. 
Maybe that's why. She might be. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. And again, part of therapy and part of being in a psychiatrist, seeing a psychiatrist is you tell them the absolute truth 100% of the time. You have to be honest with them. And I honestly don't think she's honest with anybody because she's so worried about how people view her, Mm -hmm. how people perceive her. And mental illness, despite all our leaps and bounds that we've had, people still have a little bit of stigma on it, you know? So I can understand from that point of view, but you don't have to tell people. You can go and you can see your doctor and you can do all the things that they want you to do in order to get better. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what I'm trying to do. You know, and again, there were so many red flags in that relationship. And But part of the thing that I took away from that when she was blaming me for never having kids and never being married, and then her jumping to telling me, you know, taking my dog away or our dog away, whatever you want to explain it, right? was the fact that if that was our kids, oh yeah, if that was a kid, she would have still done the same thing. Yeah, you're probably right. Man. She would have definitely done the same thing. And that was my, that's something that I can, like, I always wondered to God, like, why didn't we get married? Why didn't we have kids? You know, even towards the end, why am I, and I was blaming myself. I was like, well, why am I a piece of shit? Why can't I love her enough? You know, that, you know, you know, just why can't we get this right? Why don't you just blow a load in her, bro? I did. Several times, but we didn't, again, we didn't have sex that often. Oh, okay. We had sex maybe 30 to 40 times our entire relationship, which yeah. is another big red flag. I thought that's just how normal couples, because you ever heard that whole saying like, oh, once you get married, all the sex stops. Yeah. That's always been playing in the back of my head. But now we're like, damn, 30 to 40 times we do that in a month, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was just a normal, this is my first ever very serious relationship. And I thought that was just normal. I thought the way she treated me was normal. I thought the way that we went about things were normal. And it just wasn't. It was an unhealthy environment. It was a toxic environment. Toxic, yeah. But even then, with everything that was going on, there were still good times. There was still, like, in, like with you, even though there's bad times, there was, there yeah. was a lot of good times. Absolutely. And I know we got off track a little bit, but it's kind really. of related a little bit to love and yeah. life and, yeah. and loss because yeah. I lost that relationship. Yep. And I lost a part of myself. I lost my dog. I lost my dad. I lost the, the, the girl I was in love with. I lost three things in my life that meant the most to me with, in less than a year. Yeah. It was actually, yeah, it was a, 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 a less than a year. I've had, had that. And I had that. I remember when me and my ex-wife broke up. It was my ex-wife, and then you know, and I was acting out because of us breaking up. She took my kids. I lost them, and then my dad died. Yeah. Then I landed in jail. I was spiraling out of control, bro. I was a fucking idiot. I did a Bill lot of R. stupid shit. I am, but I'm a legal idiot though. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing any illegal things. <laughs> Other than being ugly, <laughs> whatever, bitch. <laughs> but I, I, I guess the. The most, I'm trying to figure out a way to word this without sounding like a dickhead. You're going to sound like a dickhead. Yeah, I'm probably going to sound like a dickhead. I am glad. (laughs) I never had kids. With her. With her. Or that I am attached in any way, shape, or form 
to her family. Yeah, you don't have to deal with them again. Because yeah, I do. I, I got. I have no shout. I have no doubt in my mind, and something that I look for now in a woman is if I can see her being the mother of my kids. Could I see her being the mother of my kids and being a good mother at that? And looking back on it now, I dodged a bullet because if you're not taking care of your mental health, you're not taking care of your physical health, you are basically not being truthful to your parents about who you are, which was the whole like bisexual lesbian thing that yeah. we're talking about last week, Yeah, which is a whole nother I can it, now. Here's a whole another thing. To here, it, here's the thing. I can I can agree. Point. I can agree with you, but I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. About because what? when I became, let me tell you something. When 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 I found out I was going to be a father for the first time, my son, I was fucking scared shitless. Okay, I was acting like a yeah. fucking retard. You we were also 21. I know. I got it. I mean, I've had kids all the way up till in my 40s. Okay. I bro, once you have kids, it changes you, man. So I wouldn't say. That she wouldn't have. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I'm not trying to stick up for her or anything like that. But I'm saying for myself, like, I was nowhere near. I was smoking pot. I was hanging out. I was fucking partying. I wouldn't come in home. In terms of responsibility. Nights. You know what I mean? In like, terms of responsibility, yeah. 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 But I could completely it's, see. It kicks in, man. That motherhood, that fatherhood. Like, once that baby. I mean, if, if you're a parent that cares or, or you're in love with your child or, you know, that kind of thing. It changed me, bro. My kids make me a better fucking person, bro. Without my kids, I probably wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be sitting right here right now because yeah, no. I wouldn't be in Maryland. I wouldn't be here. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm here for them. That's They're all I got here, really. And you You'll know, be some balls friends. deep in a voodoo woman named Phyllis. <laughs> wow. I work with a lady named Phyllis. Do you That's really? Cool. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't even know that. It's cool, bro. This it's was cool. awful fucking water boy. So. I know. I got you. <laughs> Make the reference. I, you see, well, <laughs> I disagree with your disagreement. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. Well, this is... That's the kind of debate we have. That's kind of the talk we have. The dialogue we're going to get. Like You don't really me, know until someone's in a position now, man. You, you can't. Yeah, but I saw her the way she... Okay. If you're willing I, to take... I can see what you're saying with to, the dog. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you know, the dog, a kid... Flip yeah. flop. Yeah, I, I get it. But kids are different than dogs though. I mean they're not and they are, but you know what I mean? They Yes and no. Yes and no. Okay. I, I, I agree that dogs are not kids, but okay. you still I saw that kid uh, that the dog as my kid. Right. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. And she knew that I loved our dog unconditionally and the dog loved me unconditionally. And I did everything for that dog. I would take her for walks, I would feed her, I would make sure that she was loved. Things that my ex didn't do. Now, don't get me wrong. She was probably more financially responsible for the dog because she did have some health issues. Yeah. Not going to lie. But it's not like I wasn't paying for the dog myself at points or paying for the other pets that we had during during that time. Right. Not to mention she's making three to four times more than what I'm making, but she's unable to balance her checkbook because she's just extremely bad with money. Yeah. But then most that's women, my fault, too. Most women are. Go ahead. Damn it. And then you talk about me. I, I, <laughs> I disagree that most women are, Mike. I think that there's bad people that are just bad at some things. I know. Things. I'm just fucking around, bro. I'm yeah, yeah. You're going to get it. You're going to be I've, 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 helped, I've dealt with some women that yeah. are bad with money, and I've dealt with some women that are good with money. 
You know, I'm I'm great with money, man. I'm great, and I met dudes that are fucking horrible with money. I'm you know I could I mean? be better with money. I'm not yeah. bad. I mean, I got a nice place. I'm no, taking you, care of bills. No, I you're have you're, money you're I think you're good with money. I think you're just over analytical about everything you do. I mean, we go like, out to eat every week too. Like I, I, I could, know. I, well, but, we gotta you know fucking rub each other down and say how our week was and all that shit. But yeah. no, but I mean, give, you give my little. You are like when you go to buy something, you buy that top tier shit. I mean, we've talked about this before. Like yeah, you, I, I buy you, the thing you though. research yeah. things. You you don't just say oh you know what I'm gonna go buy a fucking you know, a paper towel rack today. You buy one, a paper towel rack that holds screwdrivers and fucking belt buckles and fucking lemonade jars. And, well, I think you know that was I mean? also the way like, I was raised. Yeah. Too. I mean, not I mean, if you're going to buy, buy right, buy it right the first time. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Of, and quality. I, and I, I see, get that it. Was, that was also part of a relationship. Yeah. I think that's, it didn't all come from the relationship, but I am the type of person is, Save up for the thing that you really want and yeah. don't waste money. Even if it's $2,700. Yeah. Because you buy something cheap and it lasts fucking half the time. You spend nub- double the money and it lasts a lifetime. Exactly. That's what they say. I get exactly. it. I, I get it. I agree. But if you're going to do it right, like do it right she, the first time. She I agree. was always like, we need this right now, so I'm just going to get the cheapest thing we could possibly get. Yeah. And, and then it'd be broke in two weeks. Yeah. Would, yeah, it would be broke in two or three weeks, and yeah. then she would be upset she has to spend more money. Spend more money, right. Makes no sense. I just yep. and she would never spend money on anything. Like yeah, she just, that's just stupid. She spending, even man. told me before we met that all she ever ate was butter noodles. Wow, that's all she ever. Butter ate noodles butter. are good with Parmesan cheese. On yeah, but them, you, that's way. not how a person lives. I know, bro. I that's know. a real like it's like like eating what's that ramen? What do they call? You're ramen not a noodles. single dude of 21. You're yeah, you're a 20, right. what 28 year old woman at that point. Yeah, like, you I don't. Gotcha. You, you just don't live that way. Like I don't have a lot of stuff in my refrigerator, but when I do. Eat yeah. is because I make the shit on my own. I make yeah, steak. Yeah. I make, I make broccoli. I make fucking butternut squash. I make fucking butternut. spaghetti. I make I make real <laughs> fucking meals for myself because I actually give a shit about like, you know, eating good food. Like I'm not gonna be this lazy fuck that just makes butter yeah. noodles and no, eats you that. do eat good food. She said she used to. Be, I ate butter noodles three months in a row. I'm like, that's not a good sign. You know, like, that's not a good yeah. sign. Like, that's weird, dude. Yeah, like, it's weird. I got you. But it... I, it's like fucking jail food. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we doing a hookup tonight? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got you, man. But I think that's part of love is, like, letting... Like, even despite all that, even despite all the red flags that yeah. I now know are red flags, Yeah. part of it for me was the fact that when we were together, and I've always said this, and I still say this, whenever we were together and things were going right, there was nobody in the world that can touch her. Mm-hmm. I and I still I still mean that. Um, the girl last year that I met that I was really into the IHOP girl, I was really into her. She was gorgeous. She was sexy. She was cute. She she could have a conversation. Um, we got along. We had some laughs. We could do shit together. Yeah. Even her, at her best, has even that short duration. Yeah. Could not hold a candle to my ex when things were good between her and I. Mm. It, it just she just couldn't. Yeah. So then we had, as time progressed, of course, the relationship's going to change. And as soon as you're done the relationship and everything's over, uh, you still, there's still going to be love. Fucking dumbass. Mike's making these weird ass fucking faces. I don't know why he's doing it. I need to drink some water. Yeah, drink some water, you dumb (laughs) son of a bitch. I love you, man. Creepy fucking dick. Hey, why don't you get another tattoo there, you fucking, <laughs> you fucking super guy? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, All right, like, man. So what's up? 
What's that? What do you mean? What's that? <laughs> we ending this motherfucker? You want to end, end this? Yeah, I think we should. We're a little long, oh, bro. Oh, we should. You're right. All right, man. Well, I thought you wanted me to get more into my life. I mean, okay. if you want to do it, you could do another episode. We ain't doing that tonight, though. Yeah. Oh shit. What time it's is it? It's getting fucking late. Yeah, it is. All right. I'm sorry. I rambled on. It's cool. No, I mean, we. I like hearing you. But either bro, way, either way, Mike, thank you for t- letting me know that it was time to wrap it up. <laughs> but uh, not that I've ever done that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, you stole my thunder. Well, anyways, <laughs> yeah. But again, uh, hopefully you enjoyed the show. I know that Mike's been saying that people have been wanting to get to know me a little bit more and yeah. about my history. And that's a next episode. We're calling it John is Alive. That's what we're going to call it. That's a gay shit. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. That's a gay shit you've ever done. I've seen you suck dick. Chill. Don't be <laughs> All right, everybody. Again, this has been the Spotlight Effect. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure you like, favorite, and subscribe to all our uh, social media social media outlets. accounts. And hopefully, Mike is curating Facebook, that shit. Yes, I am. I'm adding Patreon, OnlyFans, everything. No, we don't have all that yet, man. Yeah. Fucking Pornhub and I shit. Do. We I do. <laughs> we ain't there yet. All right. Well, again, again, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm John. This is Mike. And it's been a Spotlight Effect. Y'all take care now.